Welcome to the Light of the World, and this is Jerry G. Martin. This is a time of year when the holidays are fast approaching. I want you to begin now thinking about what you need to give God thanks for as we come into this season of Thanksgiving. This year, I want to spend more time sharing with you the importance of gratitude and thankfulness to God for all that he has done. And you are still standing after all we've been through politically with the viruses, with floods and fires and waters and freezes. We ought to be thankful to God for his goodness towards us. Call a family member, call a friend and join us in this broadcast as we talk about our thanksgiving to God for what he has done. Now come and go with us as we walk in the light of God's word. If you look in the first chapter of Genesis, there are several verses that said, and God made the plants, and that was good. And God made the sea and formed the sea. That was good. God says, I'm good, so I'm going to do some good things. And because he is good, he is our God, we ought to have an appropriate response to the goodness of God. Now, see, one of the strategies of the enemy is to always give you a picture of things that is not good. And he gives us a picture of things that is not good, and we will automatically gravitate to and meditate on the things that are not good. And he knows when you do that, you will not give God any glory for the things that are good. And when you walk in, you don't want to praise. That's why you got to have people to give you some instructions on how to praise him. Come on, lift your hands. Why? Because you ain't going to lift your hands. Why are you not going to lift your hands? Because I ain't having a good day. Why you ain't having a good day? You alive. You done walked in through the door. And you had breakfast. And you slept in a house with air conditioning and heat. And, and you drove your nice car and you ain't having no good day. Who told you that? That you can't lift your hands and, and lift your voice and what have you. The, the person who, who might be in a coma, a person who might just had a, a car accident and can't breathe and they don't know where they're going to live. I can understand them saying they ain't having a good day, but you? Because he is good and he's our God, we need to have an appropriate response. Whenever God's people worshiped God with praise and adoration and exaltation, we see the blessings of God and the favor of God poured out on them. In Chronicles, when Jehoshaphat was telling his people, he says, let's praise God because he is good and his love endures forever. If you go back and you read the story, he was surrounded by the enemy and outnumbered. And they were threatening to kill them all. And he didn't know how they were going to do, how they were going to uh, uh, survive. They were in a death situation. And, and the Lord told him, say, go on out to battle, it's not yours, it's mine. And he said, well, let's go out praising God. Come on, let's lift up our voices. And he said, let's send a cry, let's send the praisers out there in front of the military. Let's send the praisers in front, in front of those who's got ammunition and weapons and let's just praise God. You know what we're going to say? Praise God for he is good. 
and his love endures forever. That was the song they were singing. Praise God. The enemy is all around us, but praise God, he is good. They're trying to kill us, but praise God, because he is good. They're trying to take everything we have, our wives and our children and our lives and our livelihood. Come on, let's go out and say, let's praise the Lord. If you read that story, they wonder what's wrong with these people. They see us over here trying to kill them and they're coming out singing. This must be something we don't know finna happen. The Bible said the next thing you know, all the enemy were dead because the Lord's angels came and fought the battle for them. And he'll do the same for you when you know how to give him some things. As we look at the scripture, we see reference after reference about praising the Lord. How they just magnified the Lord and praised the Lord for who he is. In 2 Chronicles chapter 5 verse 13, they would say the trumpeters and the singers joined in unison with one voice to give praise and thanks to the Lord. Accompanied by trumpets and cymbals and other instruments, they raised their voices and praised to the Lord. And they sang this song, he is good. His love endures forever. In the book of Ezra, chapter 3, verse 11, it says, With praise and thanksgiving, they sang to the Lord. They sang this song, He is good! And His love to Israel endures forever. Psalms 54, 6, they said, I will sacrifice a free will offering to you. I will praise your name, O Lord, for it is good. Lamentations chapter 3, they say the Lord is good to those whose hope is in him, to the one who seeks after him. It is good to wait quietly for the salvation of the Lord. Come on, somebody just say God is good. I, I know we, we got this little cliche now. We say God is good all the time. Come on, God is good, everybody. Yeah, he good all the time. And then we go and we just complain and we don't praise him for that. That's not praising him just to say that. Praising him and say, Lord, I'm lifting my voice now. I'm praising you because you are good. And I know you are good. The old song used to say, you can't make me doubt him. Why? Because I know too much about him. I've got an experience with God. I know he's good. Then the psalmist came along and demonstrated that he had more to say about the goodness of God. And I want you to grab a hold of this today so when you leave, you are in your heart and in your mind going back through your life and thinking of how you need to start exhorting and praising and saying to the Lord, Lord, I know you are good. Not only do I know you are good, somebody else is going to hear me say you are good because I'm going to lift my voice and I'm going to praise. I don't need no music to have a shout. I don't need no music to lift my voice and say, Lord, you are good. Somebody ought to hear you say, Lord, thank you. Now, I don't know what you're talking about. They ought to hear you say that in Walmart while you're going down the aisle looking at the potato chips. Oh, thank you, Lord. <laughs> they say, what happened to them? Oh, I just thought about something God did. Hallelujah. Praise you. Get back. Hey! Yeah, they ought to see that. Now, what, what's going on? Hey, I was just thinking about the goodness of God. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to, to, to start nothing here, but hallelujah. Glory to God. All them potato chips ought to be all messed up over there. Coach. Hey! Right? Because you just thought about something. And you say, thank you, Lord. The psalmist 
Here, speaking of his trials and hardship, David had trials and hardship. We, we know about his successes with, with Goliath and all the things that he did while he was a king. But he had many, many years where he was running for his life and in despair and wondering whether or not he was ever going to make it. He's speaking of how God delivered his delivered him from his enemies. He's speaking of how God rescued him from the pits and the depths of despair. In Psalms 34, I want you to look at that. Psalms 34, beginning at verse 1, he says this, I will extol the Lord at all times. The King James says, I will bless the Lord at all times, and his praise will always be on my lips, or the King James said, will continually be in my mouth. Now, you can just say, well, I wonder why he said that. He said, I will bless the Lord at all times, and his praise will always continually be in my mouth. He said, I, I'm going to do it. That's what he started with. I will bless him. I'm not worried about what you're going to do. I don't know what God has done in your life. I'm talking about me and what I will do. This is personal between me and God. I know what he has done for me. I will bless the Lord. Come on, somebody say, I will bless him. Now, he said, now, listen, he said, I will do it. Not, I may do it, but I'm going to do it. I will bless the Lord. I don't know what you're going to do, but I'm going to bless his name. And then he said, I will bless him when? At all time. That means anytime and every time. It's always with me. I got a praise that's with me. It's always on the inside of me. I'm lying to break out anytime. You know, it might just come out anywhere at any time because it's always with me and it's always in my mouth. I will bless the Lord. Any chance I get, I'm going to sneak a praise in. Bless you, Lord. Thank you for that. Hallelujah. He says, I will bless him at all times. You know, he says, I'll bless him when I don't feel like it. And I bless him when I feel like it. Anytime, all the time, I will bless the Lord. His praise will always be in my mouth. This is David who went through many hardships and many trials. Who said, the Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. He making me to lie down in green pastures. He talked about walking through the valleys of the shadows of death. He says, I know what I've been through. I know what God has done for me. And I'm never going to stop praising him. That second verse said, my soul will boast in the Lord. Let the afflicted hear and rejoice. And then he said, come glorify the Lord with me. Let us exalt his name together. Come on, magnify the Lord with me, somebody. Let us exalt his name together. I'm getting somebody that's going to praise along with me. Somebody know what I am. You know how it is. You ever seen somebody who just got tickled and they just start laughing? You didn't know what they were laughing about, but they were so tickled you start laughing with them. Yeah, the praise is going to be like that. You don't know what you're praising him for, but it's got so contagious. I'm going to jump on in and say, I'm praising him too. Come on, let us exalt his name together. Praise the Lord, somebody. He said, I'm going to tell you why in verse 4. I sought the Lord, and he answered me. And he delivered me from all of my fears. You want to know why I'm praying? I sought him, and he answered me. 
Oh, yes. Those who look at him are radiant. Their faces are never covered with shame. And then he said in verse 6, this poor man called and the Lord heard him and saved him out of all of his troubles. This poor man, this little innocent man, this man that didn't have any power, didn't have any strength. Somebody said, I didn't have no money, but I called on the Lord. He delivered me out of all of my troubles. I was sick and couldn't get well, but I called on the Lord and he healed me. You want to know why his praise is continually in my mouth? Listen to what I'm telling you. Then he said, the angel of the Lord encamps around those who fear him and he delivered them. The angels are watching over me all night, all day. The angels keep a watching over me, my Lord. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Hallelujah. But then he said, verse 8, some of y'all looking at me like y'all don't know what's going on. Here's what I want you to do. I want you to taste and see that the Lord is good. You just looking at me like you don't know what I'm talking about. You better get you some of this. You better taste you some of this. If you can taste it, you will see that the Lord is good. <laughs> Glory to God. I ain't making this up. This is Jerry G. Martin, and I am thankful that you have taken your time to listen to us as we have shared messages with you on the importance of being thankful in all things. There are a lot of things that could go wrong in our lives, and for some of us, we've had some tremendous challenges. But let's give God thanks for who He is and what He has already done. Oh, give thanks to the Lord, for He is good and his mercies is everlasting. If you would like to hear this word of encouragement again, you can do so by going to our podcast at The Light of the World Daily with Jerry G. Martin. You can also go to our website at lowcf.org. Again, that's lowcf.org. You can listen to today's message or previous messages that you've heard on this broadcast. And as we are in this season of Thanksgiving and getting ready to go into the end of the year, this is a good time to reset yourself. You may have been distanced and may have felt a little isolated during the past couple of years. I invite you to be our guest at the Light of the World in person. We meet each Sunday at 10 a.m. at 16161. Old Humble Road. So come and be our guest. God is doing some amazing things. For more information, go to our website at lowcf.org. And then don't forget about the Beacon Bookstore right here on our campus for Sunday school books, Bibles, study materials, communion supplies, and whatever you need. Call us at the Beacon, 281 441 2885. Again, that's 281 441 2885. Now for the light of the world, this is Jerry G. Martin saying, may the Lord our God richly bless you and we'll be with you again next time.